Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Before we get into today's show, we'd like to shout out Wellfar, the running podcast. Running Fever has truly come into its own this year with more than a million new runners hitting the pavements, parks and streets. Maybe you're one of them. With so much information out there, it's hard to know where to start. Wellfar is the weekly running podcast hosted by Amy Lane, author, runner, health editor and fitness expert. That is your coach, running buddy and lifeline to other runners around the world. Whether you're just starting out or after a PB, this pod will help you go the distance. In the new season of Wellfar, Amy will be joined by the likes of nutritionist and founder of leading Harley Street Clinic Retrition, Rhiannon Lambert, marathon world record holder Alyssa Clark, and some of the UK's top running coaches, as well as doctors, running kit testers, and more. Listeners can also expect run chats from celebs and athletes. Available on Apple, Spotify, Acast, and all major podcast platforms. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners, and the Self-Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self-Care Club. Wellness, road tested, the epilogue show. Hi, and welcome to Friday's epilogue show, where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of pelvic floor training. It's like a vaginal fitness tracker, Lauren, if you will. (laughs) Do you have a fitness tracker, Lauren? No, I don't. Of course I don't. What would I be tracking? How many times I stir (laughs) bolognese? (laughs) How many times I lift my wine glass? (laughs) Well, actually, I had a friend and he had an Apple Watch. And it always, um, if you're coming into the evening and you haven't closed all of your exercise and movement rings, it like pings you and says, oh, if you just did a 20 minute brisk walk now, you could just complete your circle. And it's really annoying when you can't be bothered. So what he used to do is just lift his arm up and just shake it around. <laughs> and then the circle used to close. He's like, oh, like, I beat it. I'm like, you're only cheating yourself, my friend. So, Nicole, how are you feeling since our week of inserting the automatic pelvic floor kegel trainer device well i haven't done it again have you done it again okay uh full confession no i have not done it again wow good i'm so happy now why why haven't you done it again um because i didn't want to Why have you not done it again? Um, Well, I was going to give the really lame excuse that I've had my period and are you supposed to use it with your period? 
and um you I could, didn't but do, would you really want to get involved with that I didn't read I didn't read the the leaflet about whether or not you can use it within your period and if I'm being really honest the period has got nothing to do with it I also didn't want to but <laughs> but I have had a cough this week yeah no it's not covid yes I got tested oh. times two so I've had a cough out of nowhere yeah. And let's just say that the cough yeah. has highlighted a few things, which probably oh, wouldn't have been on my radar had okay. we not have done the pelvic floor training. So I am aware I do need to do it. Right. So maybe after this week, it may it may need to go back in <laughs> for a couple of it weeks. It may, but it's probably not going to, if I'm being really honest. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many people do you know that do pelvic floor exercises? And oh, mind you, you're a doula. All my pregnant why clients do pelvic you? floor yeah, why exercises. Am I, asking you? Yeah. I bet you get yeah. them. I bet you have a whole workshop on it. Yeah, this is this is my whole world. <laughs> I, I, I have. A, I actually have a handout, but I don't do a workshop. But I do have a, a handout. Yeah. Don't you think it would have been a bit more helpful had you have given it to me during the week of the pelvic floor training? Because I haven't seen any handout. Oh, well, no, because it's not with a device. It's just, it's just the exercises that my handout, it's not, um, Why don't not you with tell people listening who don't want to get a device what yeah. it is this on this yeah. very now secret document of a handout? <laughs> it's <now> very secret. <laughs> I don't know why, all of a sudden, all of a sudden there's a resource <laughs> that you've written that you give to all your clients that we have no, not heard anything about I've done a whole fucking week on training my pelvic floor and all of a sudden she's written a book about it but she's kept her secret <laughs> yeah i've written i've written a five a five novel encyclopedia on it's a trilogy <laughs> it's <laughs> Part four might be coming out in 2022. <laughs> I just didn't feel it necessary to share it with you, Nicole. <laughs> okay. I've written a one side of an A4 sheet about drawing in your muscles, counting to five and relaxing, and then doing some uh, quick repetitions. That's basically, that's basically the long and short of it. But the device that we were testing did that yeah. for us. Yes, so it did. You didn't, need, you didn't need my sheet because you had a, you had a buzzer sensation to tell you when when to do it <laughs> right should we get on to what our listeners have to say <laughs> uh yes let's please do that <laughs> so i asked on instagram do you do your pelvic floors um we had quite a, ni a nice few responses. Eliza said, no, but I should. Yeah. Uh, G says she tries regularly, mm. but honestly, only when she remembers. There were quite a few that said that. Maisie said, mm. only when someone mentions yes. them. Yes. So I'm doing them now. I thought that was absolutely brilliant because I'm exactly the same, Maisie. Um, most yes. people said, no, yes. they don't. Or sometimes, or mm. when someone mentions mm. it. But there wasn't one person that said, yes, I do them religiously. Okay. Well, I, I will now give you the doula tip. Oh, now, now she's giving the tip. Yes, go on. Now she's giving the tip. Go on. Uh, uh, this is the doula tip that I give to all my clients. Get a little sticker, a little red dot sticker, put it on your bathroom mirror. And when you brush your teeth in the morning, brush your teeth in the evening, you look at the sticker and that reminds you to do your pelvic floor. So then you know that you're doing them for two minutes twice a day, every day. 
that's that's my little tip. The poll said, how is your pelvic floor? The choices were great or yeah. sneezing is challenging. Mm. So what do you reckon the percentage of that is? I think quite a high percentage of women had a little sneeze in a wee. I'm going to go as far as like 65%. You are so good at these polls. You're always in the ballpark. 58% said sneezing is challenging. Yeah, that's fifth, That's like too high a percentage. It is, liking. isn't it? But also, and also interesting, yeah. that no one actually does their pelvic floor all the time. Yes, yes. It's silly, that, isn't it? It's a bit like saying I get really antsy and, and shake when I drink coffee, but I just still carry on drinking coffee. Yes, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Like, you, you could fix this fairly easily with some exercises. If you And if you don't want to use a device, use the red dot trick. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Anyone else get in touch with us this week? Uh, yes, Tracy at Taste Kitchen. Hi, Nicole. I've just listened to your podcast on Nixon and the Epilogue Show. I enjoy listening to your podcast whilst prepping and cooking in the early hours. Thank you, Tracy. We enjoy having you listen. Anyway, she says, you mentioned about the fact that you've started taking oil of evening primrose. I swear by it. I take it with starflower oil, as Lauren suggested. 2,000 milligrams every day. It's kept me calm and out of prison! Exclamation mark. I'm sure she's joking about that. Um, but then I'm knee deep in the depths of Real Housewives, so those things aren't that so much of a joke honestly she says taken every day is a game changer i've recommended it to so many friends and it's changed their lives love tracy tracy thank you so much for this lovely email um yes i'm still taking it yes i have noticed the most enormous difference um and i even asked my husband i said to him by the way i'm getting my period do you think i've been better this month and he said oh my god you have been so much calmer so that was good. I'm so glad it's worked so quickly for you because sometimes yeah. it takes like a couple of cycles before it kicks in, but it's obviously really, really helped you, which is well, I'm amazing. Hoping, I'm hoping it kicks in even more because I got my period this morning and I did have a bit of a a little tear last night, let's say. Um, mm. So I hope that it kind mm. of takes, you know, that, that just before you get your period when you feel so het up about something, I'd like it to take that away. Yeah, I, I definitely noticed that it has turned what could be sort of like rage, red hot rage and overwhelming <laughs> feeling of just everything's too much and I hate everything and everyone into like just sort of mild, grotty, mild sort of irritation. That's how I feel now. So yeah. I, I'm aware of it and I go, oh, I'm a bit, I feel a bit irritated today. And Ollie might say to me like, you're a little bit snappy today, but I'm no worse than that. And I think... I, I definitely noticed the difference for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely a keeper. It's a keeper. So that is our week in full. Thanks for being in touch. Please keep your messages coming in to tell us your thoughts and experiences on the week's practice and any practices you'd like us to try. You can email us at hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. We're taking a short break. See you back here for our wellness newsflash. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. 
If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases, thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios, let's go further. This week we are sponsored by Notion. Why do we love Notion? Because it brings our ideas to life. It's like having access to tomorrow's tools today by combining all our research scripts and notes into one simple space with the added power of AI built right inside, not a separate AI tool or browser tab. I used it the other day to plan all our social content for the next three months. It's made what's usually a really long, daunting task super quick, simple and streamlined, leaving us with more time and energy to focus on what truly matters, which is bringing self-care to the listeners and less stress for us. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organise and rediscover the joy of play and the Notion AI turns that knowledge into action. It can answer any question in seconds, summarise your meeting notes and keeps you completely organised. If you can think it, you can make it. It's become an integral part of our podcasting toolkit and we're calling it self-care. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash self-care club. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash self-care club and start turning I ideas into action and when you use our link you're supporting our show notion.com slash self-care club this week at Sukarnov on the Luke and Pete show Luke introduced me to some bizarre animal warfare in the 70s there was a <laughs> I can't remember to say this but I promise you it's true <laughs> there was a war an actual war between rival chimpanzee clans that went on for over four years. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on Abroad in Japan, Chris is facing off against a natural disaster. So the same day that I'd run out of fuel, right, I was like, well, I made it in one piece. Thank you, God. And then, <laughs> and then like, five hours later, the worst earthquake I've ever experienced. It was a 15-storey building shaking from side to side. It went on so long, I was like, this hotel's coming down, and I don't want to be in it when it does. Listen to Abroad in Japan and the Luke and Pete Show available on your favourite podcast player. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. Wellness News Flash. This week's news flash is an article I read in Grazia, Lauren, and it's called A Step Towards No Filter. Ooh. Earlier this month, a beauty bomb was dropped on influencers. The Advertising Standards Authority, ASA, ruled that when they create sponsored posts to sell a skincare or cosmetic products, they are no longer allowed to use beauty filters. And why? 
because adding a filter that enhances an influencer's natural looks, smoothing skin, brightening under eyes and contouring cheekbones while showing off a product that's changed their life isn't exactly ethical marketing. The move follows an eight-month-long campaign to end the use of beauty filters in advertising dubbed hashtag filter drop by makeup artist and curve model Sasha Polari. The amount of people that will no longer compare themselves to an advert that isn't achievable without a filter is going to be prolific, she wrote on Instagram in response. For some influencers, it will mean a big change, but for countless people influenced by them, it's a blessing, particularly because in this ever so virtual world, we're all still stuck in for the time being, and many of us are feeling more self-conscious than ever. A recent study by Parliament's Women and Equalities Committee found that more than half of UK adults feel worse about their body image during lockdown. Reasons given range from seeing more adverts for products to change your appearance now that we're consuming more media being at home all the time to staring at ourselves in video meetings all day. That's on top of research from Girl Guiding in August last year which found that a third of young girls and young women will not post selfies online without using a filter. Without our basic social needs being met, we as humans will look for other ways of getting fed from our significant others. In lockdown, that means great pictures and thus positive responses on social media, explains psychological therapist and author Michael Padraig Acton. In turn, people then wonder, would it not be great to have a filter, make us look and feel a little bit better about ourselves? We would be silly to think that we are not going to use what is at hand to help us during this difficult time. He welcomes the ASA responding to this worrying trend when it comes to advertising cosmetics. It is criminal to take people's money and fraudulently sell something that will not get the results promised. It's also dangerous to give vulnerable and young people a benchmark to which they feel they need to compete. This can lead to severe low self-esteem and dysfunctional conditions such as eating disorders, body dysmorphia, and depression. Mm, interesting. Yep. Interesting. What do you think? Well, I, listen, you know how backward I am. So I just wouldn't even know how to do a filter if one smacked me around <laughs> the unfiltered face. So this is not my world. And I don't really care what, what people want to do on their own Instagram feed, filter yourself away. But if I am going to be buying a lipstick, an eyeliner, a face cream, a wrinkle cream, what on earth is the point if I'm not looking at genuine photos of it? Yeah. As he says, it's completely yeah. fraudulent. So I think yeah, the tide has to turn on that sort of stuff. It's it's crazy, right? But isn't that the same on all TV advertising and magazine advertising as well? You know, everything we see in a magazine is photoshopped. Yes. Everything we see on TV has got a filter of sorts on it. It's done in incredible light. Look, I used to work behind the scenes of that. I know how this works. Mm. So why isn't that being... Listen, I think this is a great move forward in social media. I think it's vital. I think filters should be banned. I've always said that filters are anti-feminist anyway. Um, but why isn't that happening across the board? Because it needs to. Or would we just not it buy does. anything? It does. I think we wouldn't. And I think uh, there is something about the that sort of unobtainable ideal that you know, in a fantasy world, we're all reaching for that perfect face, that perfect skin, that perfect body. And hence why you buy the handbag, the shoes, the yes, face cream, yes, the yes. eyeliner, because yes. wow, one day I might look like that. No one looks like that. Even the girls selling it don't look like that. It's all photoshopped. We know that. You don't know yes. that when you're 13. Um, it's, it's, it's quite fascinating, isn't it? This it really is. And what this, business. and what this filter, 
uh, movement causes in people, what people then take mm. from that and how they then behave around it, I find totally fascinating. Like there's a few people that I follow on Instagram um, and they do something called No Filter Friday. So they encourage mm. their followers to put a picture up of themselves with no filter as if as if it's, and, and, I, right. and I get it and I love it and I think it's a move towards the right direction, but it is now considered brave to be yourself or to look how you are Jesus. and I just think that is really? so bloody sad yes yes god that's what we're dealing with I, I'm no filter it, every day because I don't know how to do filters good <laughs> never ever brave. Learn. it's just never it's just technically inept <laughs> yes but you're saving yourself for, look I, we're a different generation so we can kind of see outside of it my daughters who have been born into this if you like they don't know any different so to them... What are they filtering, though? They're beautiful and perfect as of, they are. Of course they are. Of course they are. Of course they are. But I wonder if I ask them, and I will actually tonight at dinner, how how would Daisy feel to post a selfie of herself without a filter? I wonder how that would be wow. for her. I, I can't believe it occurs to her to filter it at her no, age. No, wow. no, no it, it occurs to everybody, Gosh. Lauren. It would, it would be a real sort of step in a different direction to not filter something. Wow. I'm living yeah. in a different universe here. Yeah, you are. You're living in the right wow. one, by the way. Wow. Amazing. Gosh. So that's our news flash. Okay. Should we go on to our book club? Oh, yes. It's the book club. We are delighted to announce our new book for the month of March. It is Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free by Nancy Levin. My name is Nancy Levin. I am a master coach, best-selling author, and I help overachieving people pleasers make themselves a priority and set boundaries that stick. Part of the issue here that we're looking at is when we are by nature the fixer, the helper, the pleaser, when we're by nature not wanting to rock the boat, when we're looking to create harmony, what's really happening essentially at the base level is we're putting everyone else ahead of ourselves. Do you feel like a pushover? Do you let other people make all the plans, pick the film, choose the restaurant and the holiday? Does self-care feel selfish to you? Do you find yourself feeling resentful towards other people because they don't seem to take your needs into consideration? If the answer is yes, then this is the book for you. Setting Boundaries Will Set You Free is by coach, teacher and author Nancy Levin and it will help you establish clear, healthy boundaries so you can get your needs met. You'll learn how to build the muscles of self-respect and self-love by honouring and taking care of your own boundaries without feeling stressed or worried about how others might react and you'll discover how much more you have to give to your relationships as they flourish. It's not easy work. Many of us don't want to rock the boat as we assume setting boundaries will lead to conflict. But unfortunately, by avoiding conflict and never setting limits, we can choose long-term discomfort instead of short-term discomfort. The book includes exercises and practical tools to help even the most people-pleasing types to learn new habits. More importantly, you'll discover a life of greater peace, ease and contentment in every area of your life. Setting boundaries will set you free, will show you how to become a boundary badass <laughs> and reclaim your desires. We're also 
also really happy to be able to say that Nancy Levin will be joining us at the end of the month for our author special. And please don't forget to tune in this Sunday at Self Care Club for our bonus author special with Dr. David Hamilton talking to us all about our February book, I Heart Me. I'm really excited to start this book. Are you? Yeah, I am definitely. And I know that you may not find me as someone who finds boundaries difficult, but actually I I am. I resonate with a lot of that stuff. I mean, I just find that really, really fascinating. I, I really do because I find you so clear and able to say what you want and able to say what you like and what you don't like. And and I and I love that about you. So I find that really surprising. Well, I think it's I think it's partly a birth order thing. You know, the eldest child is often the conservative one with a small C and the conformist. And I think that's me. So um I'll be interested. I'll be very interested to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we have a chat about what we're doing for our own personal self-care this week? Let's let's do it. Go on. Tell me what you've been up to. I am really excited, actually, because yes. I listened to a podcast this week on Deliciously Ella on her podcast. Yeah. And it was called Can a Plant-Based Diet Revolutionize Your Health? And her mm-hmm. guest was um, a guy called Dr. Alan Desmond. He's an NHS consultant with over 20 years of clinical experience. And he talked about the science behind a plant-based diet and the mm-hmm. latest research and how it basically helps our overall well-being. And he, what was particularly interesting about it is he specializes in gastroenterology and the effect with mm-hmm. what we eat has both what the effect has on our gut health and our overall well-being. And he's basically quite revolutionary in the sense that he prescribes a plant-based diet to his patients and that he's seen firsthand the extraordinary impact that it can have. Now, my husband has um, Crohn's. He's had it for years and it goes up and down. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. great, sometimes it's not. And every specialist that he's ever been to see has always said that his diet has got nothing to do with his gut, which I've always struggled with. I've never understood how can they... I'm telling you, and this guy at the beginning of the podcast said that when he was doing his rounds as an intern, um, and he was Mm. at the beginning of his career and he watched his senior, the senior doctors, um, there was one kid who'd been in hospital and the mother said to the senior doctor, what should my son eat? And he said, calories are calories. If he likes a McDonald's, go and get him a McDonald's. It doesn't matter. (gasps) And, and this okay. guy, this, I know. So this Dr. <laughs> Alan Desmond thought to himself in that moment, that can't be right. We can't be advising no. cli- patients who are in hospital with severe Crohn's. I think he had colitis to then go and yeah. eat at McDonald's. So he then dedicated no. his career to finding out the best diets for gut health. And he came up with plant-based and it, he was, hmm. he is so amazing, this guy. I was so blown away. I listened to it twice. I loved it. Anyway, I've never, ever done this before. As I finished the podcast, I went and bought his book. Um, oh, and it's, okay. what's his book? Uh, yes, it's called Plant Based Revolution or, or something like yeah. that. Um, so I bought the book the minute I finished it on Amazon. And it's the most beautiful book. It's got loads of plant-based recipes in it. It's got loads of science in it. It's got loads of um, tips about gut health and what the best thing to eat is. And I am pleased to say that I have now, I'm going to try plant-based again. Okay. And Adam as well. Well, I started last night. I made us a delicious dinner, which I thought was really, really nice. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he, he didn't put, like it, did he? I mean, he never not eats my food. Never, yeah. ever, ever, ever in all the years we've been married. Yeah. And he put this lentil-like kind of stew in his mouth and he was like, yeah. oh, I, I, I can't eat this. And he ended up eating the chicken wings that the kids had for dinner. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then this morning I made him like these lovely plant-based sort of banana and with like coconut milk and pancakes. And he, I'd noticed that he'd picked all the fruit off and not eating it. So I don't know how plant-based he's going to be, but, um, but that, but that's my big news. So I'm really going to try and stick it out this time. Let's see how we go. But when you say plant-based, you're going, it's veggie, not vegan. No, it's vegan. It is vegan. Oh, it's vegan. Well, he okay. says that dairy is incredibly bad for your gut. Um, yeah. And it's incredibly bad for your overall wellness. So that's really the only difference between a vegetarian and a vegan diet. So mm. he doesn't promote that at all. And I really just want to, I was so inspired by this man. And the fact that he's a gastroenterologist I found was a really interesting hook um, for me. And I've tried plant-based before, but I really struggled with it, didn't I? I didn't feel yeah, very and, good on and it. And you didn't feel very well. No, I felt really tired. So I'm really yeah. going to invest time in cooking my meals and really thinking about all the supplements I need and just try and do it properly. Mm, so that's my big news. Good yeah. for you. That is big um, news. We also did a Zoom dinner party, which was absolutely gorgeous uh, with my brother and sister-in-law. We had such yeah. a lovely evening. It's the first one we've done. We got, um, it's called Finish at Home. Have you heard of it? Like a lot of restaurants no. are doing no. it. Oh, you sort of buy the food and then you just put it in the oven. So it's done, but not completely yeah. on yeah. a plate. So yeah. So we went to one of our favorite restaurants um, in Marlebone High Street called Delamina. Mm. And we did their Finish at Home and it was like, a little tasting menu and mm. it was it's all like sort of I love Elamina yeah all Middle Eastern kind of Israeli Lebanese kind of flavors it's delicious yeah and it was so gorgeous and we felt like we'd been out for dinner it was really Aww, lovely oh that's a great thing to do it was a really I really recommend it because we haven't done it at all but we felt like we'd socialized and we got on the zoom at 6 30 and we didn't get off till about half 11 it was really oh, good wow fun. <laughs> yeah it was a proper evening and <laughs> a proper night out it did um so that was great and that's my week of self-care that's a quite a lot it's good isn't it into seven days yeah how about you what it have you is. been doing well, I got given a Valentine's gift by uh, my sister-in-law. I mean, better present than my actual husband would ever even think to give me. In fact, he would not even know that such a thing existed. She gave me a UV nail machine. You know, Ooh. like when you go and get your shellac done at the salon. I, I now do. have the machine. And she gave me the polishes. <gasps> so I know. I've got salon shellac. In my house. I mean, are you going to get up a salon? You can open up from 12th of April. (laughs) In my garden. (laughs) I have one color to choose from. Have you done your nails? Yes. Yes, I've done them. And it's like, well, I did them pretty much on Valentine's Day, and this stuff does not budge or crack or peel or what, chip. Oh. What, um, what's the name of the machine? Come on, give us tips because we we're all now oh, wanting to get uh, it's, it. It's by my. I think it's a brand called Miley. Miley. There are so many you can buy, but it's a UV a UV machine, and I use the OPI gel polishes, which I know officially. So I'm just going to say it officially. You're not supposed to use at home. They're supposed to be put 
professional use only, but I have been having them done for like 12 years. So, you know, I'm pretty down with how this works. So you're pretty much professional. I feel like a pro. <laughs> why so aren't you supposed to use cool. the nail polishes at home? Like, wh- wh- why do they say professional use I only? I think that I think that from what I've been doing a bit of research into it, um, I think there are some people who can s- very suddenly develop um, an allergic reaction oh, me. to them. I did. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. then you know, yeah. um, or have some nail nail problems with them and that can come out the blue. So, and I think a lot of the polishes they sell are are fake. They're branded, but they're, they're fake. So you have to be very careful with what you're buying. So people like um, OPI will, won't sell their gel polishes through the OPI official website for that reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, thanks for that. You know, just a little disclaimer to be careful. But yeah, it was very exciting. Um, I had Sunday afternoon. I know this doesn't sound exciting, but it was probably one of the most exciting days since this hell began. I had Sunday afternoon on my own in my house. When I say on my own, Are I mean serious? even the the dog wasn't even there. <gasps> I was alone. How long alone. for? How long Two for? Two hours. All alone. <sighs> No children alone. needing a snack. No, no dog I, I, needing no, I, a no nothing. Oh. I was so excited. I made you a voice note. I won't play it, but I was so excited. I had oh. to voice note the moment. Do you want me to play it to you? Yes. I can if you like. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you hear this noise? It is the sound of silence. The blissful sound of glorious silence. One child has gone out for a walk with his girlfriend. One child has gone out to play football. The other child and his father and the dog have gone out for a walk. I am totally and utterly alone in an empty house. I cannot remember the last time that this happened. Wow. It's an incredible feeling. I am going to take this opportunity by the scruff of the neck. I have made some tea and I'm about to sit down on the sofa and I'm going to damn well read the Sunday papers and the Sunday supplements on an actual Sunday. And I'm calling that self-care and I am very, very happy. Oh, that's so gorgeous. Beautiful. So gorgeous. Uh, Beautiful. Beautiful. So in other news, MasterChef has returned. I know that might not be very exciting for you, but it is like mega excitement for me because as Married at First Sight Australia is about to end, MasterChef begins so I can replace the addiction. So that's great. Phew. (laughs) Phew. Um, Also, new series of Unforgotten. I don't know if you watched that. It's the ITV drama with Nicola Walker and Sanjeev Bhaskar about the two London detectives who solved cold crimes you ever watched unforgotten no i haven't great series I don't great know you series watch all this tv oh just all day like i just sit on the sofa no, but all you don't night. just sit on the sofa <laughs> I, I know I that don't, you don't, don't. But that's, why, that's I, why i'm curious to know when I you stay watch up, i i have very late nights very very late nights okay so I, I watch it after everyone else is asleep also i think we have to mention um framing britney spears the feature length <gasps> documentary did you watch it I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my radar. It's absolutely um, brilliant. It's absolutely oh, yeah? brilliant. Um, okay. It's very sad. I mean, look, you, mm. you know, how much of it do you want to believe? Um, mm. But she's being completely controlled by 
her father and she doesn't yes. seem yeah. like she can get out of it she's in something called is it a con conservation a con what's it's it called a, a court it's called a, con, a, a con, conservation ship no a conservatorship <laughs> she's which she's had it's been for 10 years and it's yes. it's a it's a court appointed guardianship isn't it and it's what's normally put in place for sort of the elderly so i think over here you'd call it what power of attorney basically someone completely um decides what she does what she mm. eats, where she goes, what work Horrendous. she does. And he has complete control over finances as well. Right. I mean, complete control over her entire life. Yeah. I am I am going to watch it because I'm very interested, very interested to see what that's it's about. It's a great 90 minutes of mm. self-care. I mean, if you're into Britney Spears, which I am. Cool. Lovely. Is that it? What else did you do? Um, I, not much really. I've started a new book, um, The Guest List by Lucy Foley. I would call it modern day Agatha Christie, but you know, I like the dark stuff. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's dark. Okay. God, if you're saying it's dark, it must be dark. Uh, dark, but very good. There's very one of good. my clients who used to recommend TV to me, like mm. a TV programs. She mentioned one to me. Can't remember what it was now. It was so, she is like the loveliest sweetest kindest jolliest lady you've ever met in your life mm. and then she gave me this tv program to watch it was sinister and twisted and like quite horrifying and i actually had to turn it off and i said to her, i was so shocked that this light-hearted bubbly lady had was into such dark mm. twisted <laughs> stuff i said don't ever recommend tv to me ever again <laughs> <laughs> so maybe don't you ever recommend books to me no, if you like a thriller, then then she's she's your woman. But if you don't, then then it's not for you. What have we got coming up on next week's show, Lauren? Ooh, next week we are going to be celebrating International Women's Day, and we're going to be talking all about sisterhood. Yeah, we've got really some really beautiful content coming up for you around that. Um, and don't forget to tune in on Sunday for our David Hamilton interview of our author special. He's incredible. He talks about self-love and self-worth and it's really a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for listening today and for being here. If you like what we do and you want to send us an email and just be in touch about anything you want to tell us about or anything you'd like us to try, you can uh, get hold of us. Hello at the self-care club.co.uk or you can come and follow us on instagram at self-care club pods where we put up a lot of questions and a lot of polls and we always like to hear from you on there and if you do love the show please go and write us a review on apple Podcasts because that really does help to keep us grow and it helps keep us smiling we love getting them don't we lauren we really really enjoy your messages it's one of the best bits of our week stay safe stay well and we'll speak to you then bye-bye This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.